This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you sex, sexuality, and world building. My last panel was on asexual representation, literally. Today, I bring you the flip side. Personally, I mostly write younger stuff or scenes that fades black, so I can avoid the explicitness of this very issue. But a lot of you out there are writing it as the forefront of your novel or short story or what have you. At the titular panel at Balticon 53, uh, moderated by Jennifer Povey, uh, Demanda Martini, Noblest Reed, Mark L. Van Name, and Lisa Hawkridge managed to keep on topic while keeping it all about books and writing. I was very impressed. This panel could have gone off the rails in many directions. First off, relationships, marriage, and divorce. For much of history, sex and sexuality revolved around marriages on either side of the covers. When writing a story, you don't have to be bound by your cultural assumptions. Your characters should be bound by the cultural assumptions of the world, time, and place they're in. In reality, your research should tell you what that is. In fantasy and science fiction, you can kind of make those up. But here are some factors to think about. First off, how are relationships made official? Does your world have a governing body or church recognizing and validating relationships? Or do your characters just announce it to themselves or their community or their gods and it's done? Secondly, what are the societal expectations that go along with a committed relationship? Child rearing, monetary support, food, etc. What sort of obligations go with that? Thirdly, who is allowed to have a relationship, a committed relationship, and with whom? Men, women, children, adults, cousins, sisters, etc. Next, are marriages for life or do they have an expiration date? Hand fastings are traditionally seven years. Some relationships last until the kids are grown, that sort of thing. Next, how does inheritance work? Bloodlines matter more when something's at stake. So if things are inherited down the paternal line, the guy's gonna care more if the kids are biologically his, traditionally. So where can you get ideas for different types of relationships beyond the cis-hetero marriage-for-life default assumptions of most of the Western world and the rest of the world in general? Well, there's a great webcomic series that I personally would recommend, illustrating lots of uh, varieties of relationship found in the real animal kingdom by Human Comics. Uh, H-U-M-O-N Comics. I'm a recovering webcomic addict. They're super cute. Highly recommend. And one final factor to think about, is pregnancy preventable or dangerous? That really affects women's sexuality. So we've talked about relationships and what's allowed. Now let's talk about taboos. All societies have taboos about sex, about who you can and can't be intimate with, when and where is most acceptable. 
When world building, you can use traditional taboos as well as your own to create a well-rounded world. First off, depending on your world, there can be all sorts of speciesist taboos. Those who hook up with the tentacle monster or the fae or whatever are bad people. Or only elite or artists hook up with tentacle monsters and fae, etc. Or those who don't hook up with tentacle monsters or fae, etc. are the bad weird people. Next up, powerful people often have different limitations. In the real world, in certain times and places, rich people can get away with anything. Cersei and Jaime in Game of Thrones thought they were elite enough to follow the Targaryen rules. Meanwhile, in other times and places, the elite are more carefully watched and have tighter restrictions. When creating taboos, remember, taboos might exist in some places, but not in others. And remember that enlightenment isn't always universal or uniform. Different rules and regulations apply between different classes, different genders, different species, etc. So another thing to think about is upsetting gender role expectations during intimacy itself. Who does what to whom in what order? And remember, if nothing is taboo, people will figure out something to make taboo and then do it. So you've decided you're writing about people and relationships and you want to show that on, on page. Tips for writing erotic scenes. These tips come from the panelists. I don't have much experience with it, but maybe I'll give it a try. Step one, check your assumptions at the door. Step two, find inspiration, preferably legal inspiration with consenting adults. You can find inspiration from your own experiences, fanfic or erotica, film, live streams, let me re-emphasize, preferably legal with consenting adults. Next, when you sit down to write, what if you're just dealing with discomfort? Sometimes you just gotta push past it and write. Sometimes you should try maybe writing something so ridiculous and over the top that you can hopefully work past your inhibitions and get it all out. Remember, no one has to read it. Maybe you decide to fade a black later, but you can practice and see it and delete it if you really want to. Another way to get past your inhibitions is just tell people to give you suggestions of what to write and write it so you're not processing, oh, if I write about this, then people are gonna think I like to what, whatever. And finally, check in with yourself. Self, what is making me uncomfortable about writing this sex scene? Is it something about the people, the characters' relationship? Or is it something about societal expectations? Or my mom might read this. Hi, mom. Think about what it is, acknowledge it, and see if you can move past it. Assuming that the intimacy scene is something that helps progress your novel. The... Romance Writers of America have some excellent tips. If I can find them, I'll link them below. 
So finally, we also talked about writers who explored sexuality in their writing. Now, people have been exploring sexuality and relationship structures forever. There's a long history of writers in novels, film, and TV exploring different concepts and within their writing and beyond. So clearly this list is far from complete, but the polynomialists did give us a decent start. Uh, going to traditional sci-fi fantasy, Asimov, he keeps his sex scenes short, and he even wrote one where spores were the sex. Thanks, Pollen. Uh, secondly, Heinlein's line marriage in Moon is a Harsh Mistress. Clearly, Stranger in a Strange Land. Uh, Le Guin explores sex and sexuality. More recently, Richard K. Morgan's A Land Fit for Heroes, which has been described as a darker, gayer Game of Thrones. I've heard it described as grimdark. I hope it's not more violent. I have no clue. It was suggested by the panel. Don't, don't ask me how rough it gets. Something more contemporary and less genre fiction, Brokeback Mountain. It broke, uh, you know, the rules within Hollywood itself and showed that sort of relationship in ways that hadn't been shown before in Hollywood. And Discovery Star Trek finally had an on-screen gay couple acknowledged. So clearly there's a lot more we could talk about with this subject. What tips do you have for adding sensuality and sexuality to your writing? Let me know in the comments below. What authors or movies or TV shows would you recommend? Note, please avoid explicit material in my comments section. It will be removed. Let's keep this educational, folks. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye bye